There's a lot that could impress you about the all-new Honda Prologue EV. True, it's got class-leading passenger space and clean, thoughtful design and intuitive technology. But what really sets the Prologue apart from the competition is that it's more than an EV. It's a Honda. Honda, the power of dreams. Visit honda.com slash prologue to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. If you're busy like me and you're trying to catch your kids' games, it's important to have somewhere where you can go to find a good hotel. We're all over the place. Sometimes, you know, we're in Florida, we'll be in New York. You want to take the wife on a quick vacation and get away. Whether you're looking for a relaxing getaway or heading out of town to see the playoffs, Hotels.com app has a perfect hotel for every trip. Compare up to five hotels side by side so you can see prices, amenities, and star ratings without having to switch back and forth between options. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app today. Hello and welcome to a slightly sad Big Kick Energy. Is that fair to say, May? Sad? I am heartbroken. Yeah. And I am never, ever booking a holiday to Holland. No, I agree. I agree. And it's, oh man, I hate this game. I'm sorry to say it, but we've got our first boycott on Big Kick Energy. We're boycotting the Netherlands. They're out, is it? Yeah. We don't care about them anymore? No. No, no. I had a lovely long weekend planned in Rotterdam for my 30th. That's off the table now. Absolutely not. No, I'll just go to Eastbourne. No, and do you know what? It's nice there. It is. It's lovely. It's really nice. And they won't shift us at the last minute, Eastbourne. Well, that was heartbreaking. Again, I mean, I said this at the World Cup as well. Like, I hate how much I love this game. I hate what you've done to me. I blame you. It's horrible, isn't it? This is football. It it gives you incredible highs, but it will also break your heart. It is such... If if football was a a prospective partner, it would be red flags galore. Oh, the, the flags are constantly up. Yeah. Yeah, your circle of friends would be intervening, going, listen, are the bad times worth the good time? And the answer currently is, is I'm not sure. It's yes, every time. <laughs> so Thank we have just... Turning back. We've just won 6-0. Oh. And we won 3-2 on Friday, which we will get to in a moment. But let's talk about the game that we just watched. At the time of recording, yes. as you can probably tell from our voices, it is, uh, let's say, uh, I'm going to say 30 minutes since the final whistle blew on the England-Scotland game and about three minutes after that, the final whistle blew and the news was communicated via a forlorn-looking Serena Wiegmann. I was, I, what was so mad is I was like, Lucy Bronze scored that, what I thought was the goal to take us to the Olympics. Yes, um, yes. Producer Mob, who, for reasons we will go into later, has now got the nickname Big Daddy Mob. <laughs> Big Daddy Mob put in the WhatsApp group Bonjour. Yes. And I was immediately thinking of, uh, you know, Fran, Fran Kirby in her little beret. <laughs> you know? Oui, 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 oui. This is where we go. Oui, Rachel Delay. <laughs> it's going to be lovely. It's going to be lovely. And then the final whistle blew on our game, and Serena Wiegmann held up three fingers to the players. I thought, We're through. No, Serena, you've got your, you've got your maths wrong there. It was 2 0 when I last looked. But it was 3-0. And then there was this sort of horrible wait where we thought, okay, well, now we're equal. And if we're equal, we we go through. And then 
Sue Smith's dulcet tones informed me on the punditry that it was now Netherlands 4, Belgium 0. It's hard, isn't it? Football is a is a messy game. It is a messy, messy game. And as you say, in, in what other world would a 6-0 battering not be enough? Following as well a game where they came from 2-0 down to 3-2, which we were lucky enough to be at. And I, I've got to say, Suze, as, as our first football match together, that was a pleasure to, to be at with you. I think it... Oh. It was a joy, wasn't it? It was a joy. Yes. So should we talk about the six goals quickly? Greenwood, bam, just sneaked it in. Lauren James, LJ, I think the greatest footballer of her generation, maybe? Fair? What was it, two goals in like five minutes? Uh, no, less. I think two minutes. Oh my God. It was incredible. They literally put the ball back to the centre, got it back down, gave it back to Lauren, she popped it back in. Jeez. Then Mead, just before the interval. The interval, yes. I forgot you call it the interval. Kirby a few minutes after the interval and then bronze in the third minute, the final minute of extra time. And when she put that in, you thought, that's it. We're off. Get your berets. Let's go. Honestly, that was incredible. That header from that angle and, oh, you could see how much it meant to her. Because let's not forget as well, this is, and I hope we're not being disrespectful here, but Lucy Bronze is one of the older players on the squad. So if you're thinking of tournaments, i.e. these ones that come around every four years, it's unlikely that she's going to go and you know to another World Cup. It's unlikely she's going to do another Euros. The The Olympics was kind of her, her, her last dance, maybe. Maybe in terms of tournaments. Maybe she'll be like Ronaldo and keep playing in, until she's a boomer. <laughs> That's not how it works. But yeah, maybe. So and they had a, they had a slightly different starting lineup. I thought that Esme Morgan played an incredible game. Yeah, yeah, she was fantastic. I, I was not surprised after the after the game at Wembley. I was not surprised that Esme Morgan got to start because she was exceptional on Friday night, wasn't she? When she got subbed on, I was disappointed to see Rachel Daly not get a touch. I wondered if that what might have shaped. What did she have to do to get a start? That was the only big bugbear I had with the with the with the squad lineup. I was delighted that Mido was starting. Don't know what what Rachel Daly could have done to have got a place in in the in the starting eleven. I don't know why she was omitted. Yeah, and also Chloe Kelly didn't make an appearance. And you know, if she... Chloe Kelly, arguably as well, Russo. You know that that Friday night they played. Do you know what I mean? If I say like a a, a sort of false nine scenario. No, I've got no idea what that means. Right, so number nine historically, Sue's is the striker. The the okay. The, well, like you know, when the men play, we've got Harry Kane. He's the one that's sure. going to get your goals. So on Friday night, we didn't have really a. I'm trying to to not be rude here because they're they're all brilliant, but a striker whose whose sole job is is to be the number nine. Who's, who's yep. to get the goals? We had the most forward player we had was Lauren Hemp, who usually that's who you rely on to to cross it in, right? So they sort of played what footballers sometimes call a false nine, where it's like, oh, Lauren Hemp is almost pretending to be that position, but she, that isn't her her position. What they want is an out and out striker. Yes, absolutely. So I thought, which is brilliant that they put. Mead on today, but I thought also that Mead would be flanked as well with maybe more attacking uh, strength in 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 Russo or indeed Daly because we know she can play as a striker so well. Yeah, but I mean, what I mean, if we'd got seven, it would have made the difference. 
But you can't really ask for more, can you? You cannot ask for more. Everybody was saying in advance of this. Do you remember how confused everyone was um, at the end of Friday's game? Yeah, so confusing. Yeah, because it was incredible, wasn't it? At the end, there was this mad confusion because, and, and I think a lot of the listeners will relate to this, it was like, so what do we need? And basically, we had to absolutely thrash Scotland, which we did... And Netherlands needed to sort of lose or draw or basically not thrash Belgium. And for so long of the game, it was 2-0 in the Belgium-Holland game and it was 5-0 for us. And then they managed to get another one. In, in what other world is that not enough? I, I cannot believe it. I feel so, so heartbroken for him, Suze. And it doesn't make... And it still doesn't quite make sense to me that... We're playing against people that might end up being on the GB team. Like, it doesn't make... Surely they've got to reconfigure how that all works. Yeah. It's also just frustrating when football isn't whoever wins, wins, you know? Yeah. Oh, well, listen, let's let's not wallow in the sadness. Shall we reflect on the glory of Friday? It was a great day. Yes. So before the match on Friday, we were invited by the Football Supporters Association down to the Blue Check Bar to meet some fellow Lioness fans before the match. Yes. Yes. We met uh, Amelia, Lydia, Victoria, Jet, Layla and Shannon. Big thanks for talking to us. Should we hear what they had to say, Suze? Yeah, I'd love to. Hello, my name's Layla. Hi, I'm Lydia. Hi, I'm Jet. Hi, I'm Amelia. Hi, my name is Victoria. Hello, my name's Shannon. (laughs) Kind of doing it in a Geordie accent, sorry. So, Pacey and Goosey are here with fan Victoria at the Blue Check Bar outside Wembley, ahead of the fixture against the Netherlands. Victoria, you grew up in Um, Germany? Yeah, I grew yeah. up in Germany. But yeah, I've supported England ever since I was 10, I think. Oh, my family England. was a bit... I saw the men's team on TV and was like, nah, that's my team. I'm not really? going to support Germany anymore. I was like, yeah, that's my team. So that. yeah, I got my first England kit when I was 11. So yeah, my parents were like, why England? And I was yeah. like, I just love that team. And how long have you been into the Lionesses? Because getting in via the men's team, at what point did you sort of notice the women's team and go, oh, this is exciting? So the Women's World Cup uh, in Germany was in 2011. Yeah, ever since then. Then I was like, oh yeah, I love women's football. But the Lionesses, I think, yeah, ever since I started supporting the supporting the England men's team, I supported the Lionesses wow. as well. So if we cast our minds back to last year, the mm-hmm. Euros final, yeah. England versus Germany. Yeah. Were you that was, were you England through and through? Through and through. Really? Yeah. yeah. That was the best game I've ever seen. I was like, yeah. Were you here? Did you come for it? Yeah, I was here, but I was here on my own. And I went to Wembley with, with my phone being at 2%, so I <gasps> couldn't film anything. No. But I took in the moment, so that was fine. That's but good. Yeah, That's it was good. the best game so ever. So you went on your own? Yeah. To the game? Yeah. That's incredible. <laughs> so we're now joined by Layla who is the youngest fan, I think, that we've spoken to today. How old are you, Layla? I'm 10 years old. Oh, okay. And how long have you been a fan of the Lionesses? Um, I've been a fan of them for quite a while. Who's your, who's your favourite player? I would have to say Mary. Mary yeah. 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 Mary, yeah. She's so good. She's so She's good. So good. And do you have a team, Layla? I play for West Ham United. Oh, okay. What position? Defence. Oh, you're a defender. Very good. Oh, okay. So the the goalkeeper's relying on you all the time. Yeah? Yeah. Are you good? Yeah. Yeah? We're going to see you at Wembley one day? 
Yeah. Do you think one day we'll go, oh, there's Layla, go on! Yeah, yeah. Remember us, get us some nice tickets. Yeah, will you get us some tickets? Did lots of your friends like football as well? Yeah, a lot of my friends like football. Yeah, and you're watching the women's games? Yeah. Amazing. Do you like the sort of atmosphere at a game? What yeah. do you like about it? Just like how there's like so many people there supporting the team that you like and yeah. they're all cheering on. It's nice and positive and happy, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. What do you think boys your age think of, of the women's game, Layla? They definitely don't like them as much as the men. Yeah. And when I was in my younger years, they used to say that boys can, like, girls can play yeah. football. Yeah. And boys are, like, way better and girls are rubbish. But now the girls want a trophy, so we've shut them up, haven't we? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we've got more silverware than they have. It's all about the girls. So we are now joined by Jet. My first England game was back in about 85, I think. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> and that was Sweden at the Valley at Cholton. Oh, wow. Men's or women's? Women's. Women's, okay. And it was 2-2, and it was decided on the toss of a coin. Oh, so. my God. And how <laughs> so. many people do you reckon were at that one? There was two or 3,000 there. Oh, okay. Which was okay. pretty good for that, for that era. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. And how have you seen the women's game develop? I knew... When I finished playing, because I finished playing 17 years ago, when I I used to play from the age, for, for a team, age of 16, till I was 40, till I, till I did my ACL. Oh, and then, oh then the I classic felt, ACL. Now all the girls are getting them. We're, unfortunately, yeah. they're getting them. Yeah. But yeah. now I feel like a proper footballer. Yeah, if you've got an ACL injury, yeah. you're a proper footballer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Started for Luton Daytels in 83, 84. Were you getting crowds in? Were you? Not at all. No. Only like friends and family. Really? Yeah. yeah. Luton Daytels used to play at East Hyde, which is the sewage works. Oh my God. Nice. Nice, and nice, nice. <laughs> nice in the summer. Yeah. yeah. With the smell. Yeah. Because <laughs> they had a really running past it but before we was allowed to play there we had to go in a line like a police search and check for big stones and everything so so that players wasn't getting injured oh my god so rough yeah so it has come on leaps and bounds to where it is now oh fantastically such a transformation just been unbelievable yeah so we're joined here by amelia and lydia and so as people that have been fans for a long time have you felt the real sort of upsurge in the women's game Hundred percent. Like ever since I'd say the Euros and the the girls doing so well in that, yeah. and even like boys getting more involved in it, it's yeah. just been absolutely amazing. I suppose there's a there's going to be a period now, isn't there, where like obviously there's the diehards who have been there forever, and obviously you want new people to yeah. come in and be fans, and you want the game to grow, but also you want to make sure there's still enough room for you to be there, especially for Arsenal. Like they do that a lot, and I think especially what's different with the, the league is like the Arsenal supporters. It's in a way it's like a cult. Like there's really? so much and get like because I'm a Chelsea fan but there's nothing I'd say on the same scale to Arsenal supporters and you know that's yeah, fantastic quite unrivaled, aren't <laughs> yeah they really are <laughs> so it's a bit hard. scary when we go up against them because we're like you know we have a fan base you've got the people that have always supported Chelsea yeah. you know men's and women's I and went to the Emirates for the semi-final the Champions oh, yeah, League Wolfsburg. semi-final against Wolfsburg and like oh, yeah. it was unreal the it was atmosphere like, and Arsenal the fans screams, on next level it, uh, the thing is though we was even loud after we lost yeah. because like I was so I was right at the front next to the dugout so nice. we were sat literally first row next to the dugout <gasps> wow and oh, at the end of the Don't game Jen was sat there quite sad, obviously, because we just we could have. Yeah. yeah. And it's so nice with players and fans that they're actually in the women's game. They're so connected. Like, and then they came over and had a chat afterwards. And it is nice how close you can be with your fans and stuff. Even with how many fans there were there, sixty thousand or whatever, they were still so close to. It's fans such a special support yeah. to follow yeah. for that reason, isn't it? The space between players and fans is so small. Yeah. yeah. You feel so connected to them. Hello, my name's Shannon. 
please tell us, um, how many games have you been to? This is my third game. Okay. Yes, okay. Sunderland was my first game. Right. And I was absolutely buzzing. Yeah. I'm going to Scotland on the 5th as well, so I'm literally at home. I'm at home for a day and a half, and I'm off to Scotland. It's dedication. I'm taking my mum to our first England Lioness game as well. Oh my God, is she excited? Oh, she can't wait. Incredible. So how, when did you get into following the Lionesses? Since the Euros. Since the Euros. I, I, I'll tell you one thing. I actually didn't realise there was women's football until the Euros. Really? Really. I think a lot of people Because yeah, I, I, I did play football in school, but like nothing was mentioned no. about women's football or anything. No. And people always say, they go, Shannon, you look like Chloe Kelly. I can't say it. But... You do look like Chloe Kelly. <laughs> yeah. you do. I, I cannot say it. But... No, she is. She's a dead ringer. She's been running around with a top off all that. <laughs> Why not? That's not only me in the summer. And have you found the sort of culture in women's football to be a hugely positive yes, space? That's, that's the thing that we keep yeah. noticing every time we go to games, every time we meet other it. fans. It's a really, it's yeah. a proper community, isn't it? It is. Absolutely love it. Like meeting you, new friends. I've met Holly at Sunderland. I've just met Alyssa the other day, but we've talked. Really? We've talked over what, did you meet through TikTok? football? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, all through TikTok. Really? Uh-huh. That's amazing. So we've just met for the first time today. Oh my That's god! So great. Oh, I bet you're just relieved you weren't catfished. <laughs> <laughs> you could have joined a pyramid scheme. Ah, exactly. <laughs> why not? Oh, incredible! Incredible. Game. Thank you for having us on your podcast. No, give over. Thank it's a you. pleasure. May I give you a hug? Absolutely. Oh, oh my god! You make a hug's better than a slide tackle. All <laughs> <laughs> right. great fun really really good vibes a lot of people always talk about box park which we did move on to but blue check bar next time you're at wembley big recommend from us yeah pop in yeah 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 and it was it was a nervy vibe because i think we 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 knew that we know the netherlands are a good team people were excited but there was there was a nervy vibe happening yeah yeah it was it, it, it felt tense didn't it it really did yeah yeah there was a lot riding on it we then went to box park and susie met some of my football team didn't you yeah i did indeed they gave me a present that felt very exciting thanks to jt for giving me some lovely presents which made me feel very special indeed we wore our pacey and goosey hoodies we did i forgot about that we've got our pacey and we've got our merch yep. we've got our merch we've absolutely got some merch on the go yeah and then as you say we went down to box park where the vibe was Big. Yeah, Box Park had the vibes, didn't it, Suze? Oh, big vibes, yeah. Big, big vibes. It was very, very busy. It was very, very exciting. I queued for a really long time for a wee. Big vibes and, and bigger queues for the lose. Yeah, chatted to some lovely people in the toilet queue. <laughs> it's sort of like, um, it does It does almost feel like you're on a night out again, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. It, it felt very like when you chat to strangers in the loose of a, of a Weatherspoons or something. Well, listen, I don't know what you do with your weekends, but yeah, I can imagine it's something similar to that. There's Maisie, propping up the bar. Yeah, yeah, it was very nice. Out of my jeans and nice top. Jeans and a nice top, there she is. So um, then, then what happened is that you got a text from Jill Scott that said, I've got room in my box for you and Susie. Said the actress to the bishop. <laughs> Come on, we can get through this. Let's let's not let's not let's sink not. to that level. Let's not. She's, she's, a, she's a national treasure. She is a national treasure. To her box, like it's. Oh no! I didn't say. I didn't mean it like. You did. You. Did, I didn't. You she had a box. 
as, as it came, when it came out of my mouth, I realised. But the trouble is, people might know this about Maze and I, but we are terrible for giggling. Terrible for gigglers. But it's true. We were invited into Jill Scott's box. We um, were indeed. There was and then of room in there. And then all of a sudden, it was like Maisie made a snap decision. We had to be there yesterday. So Maisie was like, we've got oh, to go now. I knew and then, you'd bring this up. And then Maisie, and look, I've mentioned before about her legs. She is tall and I'm quite tall but I had to basically run to keep up with her and you were so worried about being late anyway then we got to the I went I mean, full dad at the airport didn't you I? went full dad at the airport full dad at the airport when they've called our family's name yeah yeah I, I was uh I was striding you um, really were with purpose sort of, I, I would describe my pace as marathon pace yeah yeah listen when when Jill Scott MBE texts you saying do you want to come round to my box you you get a step up you don't want to be late to that no you don't you don't and so we hurried in but I didn't know so I've not been to football before at Wembley oh it's half big but when I got there I didn't realize that you're not allowed to take a rucksack in your bag has to be the size of an A4 pad I don't know when this became a why are we why are we measuring things such a weird rule who thought by of sizes that? of pads but then a guy stopped us. We just thought, we'll just keep walking and hope for the best. A guy stopped us and said, you can't go in. You're going to have to drop your bag off. And we knew. We had about half an hour before the game began. And Maisie, in that moment, you decided to bring your improvisational skills to the table. Yeah, mixed with the dad at the airport stress levels. It was quite a toxic combination, I'll be honest. So then Maisie said, you've got to let us through. She's on the BBC doing an interview in four minutes. Just thought it sounded official. It sounded so official and the guy was like, oh, really? Where, who, who are you speaking to? And then Maisie showed the phone and was like, we've got to go and meet Jill Scott to do an on-air conversation. It's very handy. I'll be honest. There's a lot of people who'd be listening to this going, oh, great hack. You just say you're on the BBC in, in four minutes. Um, it is helpful if you can back it up with a text from Jill Scott. Yeah, it really is useful. And don't just change your friend's name and your phone to Jill Scott. Because if we all start doing it, no one's going to believe me anymore. So then the guy was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Put a little tag around my bag, off we went. But Wembley is absolutely massive. So then it felt like we walked six times round an American-style mall to find up escalators, down escalators, going round. It was like I was stuck in a hotel from hell. It was how I imagine those yeah. Dubai hotels. Oh, my God, that's such a shout. You know, that's when they go on for months. Film, what's the film with Tom Hanks where he's, like, stuck in an airport for ages? Terminal. Yeah, it felt like that, didn't it? It felt a lot like that. So then we're walking around trying to find this area. We had to get... They were like, oh, you're in box 1016. And we were like, oh, okay, great. And then we were like, what box are we at now? And it was like 300. <laughs> so it just felt like we were walking. But I felt like we would get there as the game ended. Oh, it was a full-on Duke of Edinburgh award to get there, wasn't it? But then we arrived. I got to meet Jill. Well, hello, Jill. Well, hello, Jill. And I felt, um, I would say, I think we immediately hit it off. Yeah, it was it was good vibes. It was good vibes. But I think anyone can get on. No offense, Suze. What? But obviously, it was it was lovely vibes. But Jill is just so friendly. I think honestly, I think they should send Jill Scott out to sort of sort out a lot of like political things. You know what I mean? Send her to the UN or something. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? She's great. I just think it'd be. Yeah, I think it, I, I think Jill Scott would be able to just go, listen, guys, do we really want to be doing this? Did, did, I felt, though, when we walked in, everyone was, like, dressed up quite nicely, I thought. Like, Jill and her partner Shelley both looked really nice. And everyone yeah. else had, like, smart trousers on and shirts. And 
we turned up in hoodies about our obscure WSL podcast with Pacey and Goosey on the back. And then I took off my top and yeah. I was wearing an England shirt. And I felt so embarrassed. I felt so embarrassed. It was yeah. like, it's like someone going to a comedy club and then taking off their top and then having a comedy store t-shirt on. You know those t-shirts they sell at the store? Yeah. Or the comedian's face on their t-shirt. <laughs> I didn't have you know Scott I mean? on the back, don't worry. But I did feel yeah. a bit like a full kit plonker. Yeah. Yeah. And also like, we love our hoodies, but some, and they, they felt really cool in the blue check bar. Yeah. And they felt really cool really in the box cool. park. Yeah. And yeah. then when we were in Jill Scott's box... It felt um, well. We, 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 it looked sort of like we were wearing Leavers hoodies. Didn't yes, it? yes. It looked exactly like that. It looked exactly like that. Last day of school. It was very much that yeah. vibe. Um, then the game got underway. It was very exciting. Obviously, we conceded two goals. I'll tell you one thing that I really enjoyed that I've not seen before at the football. When someone gets a yellow card, they really shame them by putting their face on the wall. Oh, I didn't realise that. Bit was this. It was like top trumps. They put up their card on the wall and I was like, the shame. Was it Alex Greenwood that got a yellow? Yeah. And then, yeah, her face. You're like, oh, what a way to shame. Like, we, we all saw the yellow cards. You don't now need to, like, dig her out. It's so funny. And, like, the rules state that you've got to look at the referee when they're giving you your yellow card. So it's like, she's seen it. We've seen it. And then some lad in IT is like, oh, I'll just put it on the board. Just so <laughs> everybody knows. Everyone knows. She's been. So then we get to the interval, half-time, and we are 2-0 down. And it feels... It feels like it's over, which of course it is now, but we didn't know that yeah. at the time. I didn't think Jill Scott's box could be a sad place, but it was. No, do you know what? Time. But but Jill wasn't at all stressed, was she? Jill was like, oh, we'll bring it back. Yeah, that's true, actually. She we'll bring it like, back. Oh, we'll be all right. We're playing well. We've got this. Yeah, and bring on the super subs. What having a former footballer kind of reassuring yeah. you does. It really does. And then, boom, we came out. Oh, I'll tell you who popped around during the uh, the half-time. Ex-England goalie Carly Telford popped around. She was lovely. It was very nice, wasn't it? That was very, very nice. Great to chat to her. She was so yeah. nice. Sent her a little DM the next day. Lovely to meet you. She said it was nice to meet me too. We're basically best oh friends. Oh, my God. And, uh, Look at you. And then, then we're deep into the second half. We, we're, it's 2-1. It's yeah. Then it's 2-2. Two, yeah. two. The vibes in the box are so exciting. We've been jumping around. Oh, we should also say that when we were invited to go and sit in the box, we had left my partner, Maisie's partner, and my cousin and her son in like the gods. I don't know what you call them when you're not in the theatre. But in like the nosebleed seats. Um, And then Jill was kind enough to invite them in. So basically four members of my family were in the box. And we have, I've never met Jill before. It was so unbelievably kind of her. It start to look like... Do you remember that when every year there'd be a um, Guinness World Record attempt for how many people could fit in a mini? <laughs> it did start to look like that, didn't it, by the end? Especially when a few of us are quite tall. Yeah, yeah. It was great. like when you see a load of clowns getting out of a car. <laughs> and then the vibe was really exciting. Everyone, we're standing up, we're watching. And we're, we're, it's 2-2, there's about 10 minutes left. And at that point, Maisie leans over to me and says, if you had to ask one of the lionesses to organise your hen do, who would you choose? Yeah. <laughs> I just I just thought it was, you know, you've got to ask the big questions in life, haven't you? You've got to ask the big questions. And who did you say? I went for Katie Zellum. It's Katie Zellum, Zellum all day long. It's Zellum or Greenwood. All day long. Yeah, or Greenwood. And I think Chloe Kelly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Who did we say would be the worst? We thought maybe Hempo. Yeah, I think Hempo would, would, would you'd find yourself sort of uh, in a compromising position, I think, with Lauren Hemp. 
Do you know what I mean? What do you mean by that? No, I think it'd be one of those hen do's where it's it's really fun for all of the the guests, but not the hen. <laughs> oh right, yeah. Like, you said that you think that you'd end up in a flat roof pub. Can't say that. <laughs> Seriously, that we want these people to end up on our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know what the connotations of a flat roof pub is, but I just thought it was quite quite a funny thing to say. And then I would also say, and it's it, listen, it's not necessarily my vibe, but it, it could be some others. If you wanted afternoon tea as your hen do, Lottie Woob and Moy all day long. Oh my God, Lottie Woob and Moy. I High love her, but she always looks like a, she's at a posh, a posh country house. That would be the hen do that she. She always do. looks like she's on her way to a spa weekend. Yeah. When all the girls turn up, she always looks like she's got a a deal on Woucher. Yeah. Do you know, she's, her and her I best reckon mate. she's that lioness where you go, you know, if you go like, oh, I need a pen, Lottie will have a pen. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But it's a Parker, so she'll want it back. Yeah, whereas Lauren Hem, I reckon you could go, Lauren, you got any chewing gum? And she'd take the chewing gum out of her mouth and go, yeah, they are. <laughs> Fair. It's That's good a friend. Stuff. Then, of course, Toon. Can't believe it. I still popped can't. in that absolute howler in the final minute. plus two minutes, I think it was. And yeah, we knew then, we knew then that it wasn't guaranteed that we'd be going to the Olympics, but it did keep the dream alive for another four days, didn't it? What what a goal. It was the goal of dreams. It came in from Lauren James on a beautiful cross. She takes a touch that megs the keeper straight through both legs and it goes to the back of the net and to it. This is an insight into it. If that was me, I'd be running laps around the field, giving it life. Tune it was straight to the ball dribbling it back to the halfway line, ready to go again. But it wasn't to be. I cannot believe that we have an England national team where they can come down from 2-0 and win 3-2 and then follow it up with a 6-0 battering and and we're not in the Olympics. Football is the cruelest thing in my life, I swear. Nine goals in five days and it wasn't enough. How? How? Like... It's not fair. I don't know. Don't change the rules. Nine goals in five days. Wow. That is not fair. Oh, you can only imagine the vibes on the bus back, can't you? Do you reckon they're staying over tonight in Scotland? Oh, I don't know. They won't know. be getting the bus all the way home, will they? I don't know. What would you prefer? Would you pref- would you want to just get your head down or would you want to get the bus back? Well, I think they might be too late to get the Caledonian sleeper because that's what I like to do. I'm too long for the Caledonian sleeper. I took it once and I got cramped. <laughs> yeah, woke up with a dead leg. Anyway. <laughs> right, that's all from us. It was just a- an update. For those two fantastic England games. We're sorry. We're so sorry it's not good news. We're bringing you. We so thought it was. We'll be back next week with all of the highlights of the WSL. We are heartbroken, but... Oh, are you regretting getting into it or are you still really glad? Yeah, I wish I was doing a podcast about netball. Oh, how dare you? How dare you? You do not wish you spent your Friday night... Do you think... Um, netball fans, when they go as a fan, they wear the pleated kilt. <laughs> you know, like how we wore the, the, the shirt. Or <laughs> just like wing attack written across their top. Just turning up in a bib. <laughs> <laughs> if you follow the netball, do let us know. What do you wear? What's like the equivalent of being a full kit plonker in netball? What do you do? Do you turn up in a centre bib? <laughs> Anyway, and a high we'll pony. continue asking the big questions. We always will. We'll be back next week. You can always get in touch oh. with us 
at uh, yeah. we're on Instagram. The email's in the show notes. Um, I'm going to go to bed. Yeah. And we're now all very free in 2024, so we'll start thinking of things to do for them. <sighs> Thoughts and prayers with the Lionesses. Yeah, they played uh, incredibly, and I'm so proud that they're ours. I'm so proud to support England. Yeah, they did brilliantly. Make sure you're giving them all the love on the socials so they know how, how well they've done. Um, and don't book any holidays to the Netherlands or indeed Belgium. This is their fault too. Yep. Please uh, like and subscribe and tell your mates about this podcast. We want to be able to keep making it. And the more people that listen, the more the more chance we have of, of making more and more episodes. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to bed now, mates. I'm sad. Bye-bye. Night-night, Payson. <laughs>